BF Show Season 3, Episode 3, Sean Gankars with Justin Chasmar and Adam Tyne, as always. And boys, we finally made it. We are less than 24 hours away right now from kickoff the NFL season. We're Houston traveling to Kansas City to take on the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Um, it's been a long off-season, real long year, just in life in general and everything. But when it's all said and done... We are back. There's football on tomorrow night. We got a full week one slate of games to give to you. Boys, how are we feeling about this? We're fired up, gank. Fired up. Uh, long weekend. Been a long wait for football. Very excited to continue to bet against gank. You know, hopefully finish high in fantasy. All the good stuff. So we're very excited for it. Keep open. <laughs> New year. New Year Bowl. Keep telling yourself that now. We're pumped. Forgot how fun fantasy drafts are. It was a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, fantasy draft, I think, put put this season, you know, right in our right in our sight. I think we lost track with, with the no preseason. Uh, but football is here tomorrow. And we got all our fantasy teams drafted. And I am excited. Yeah, it's big weekend coming up. Um like you said, we got a full slate of games, and I think it's going to be interesting takes throughout this show. Um, like I said, we had no preseason this year. Really haven't seen much or anything about these teams, any new guys in roster spots, how they're looking. Um, so we don't know what the hell we're going to expect. I mean, week one, year after year, is always a crapshoot, and it's without a doubt a bigger crapshoot this year. But – as always, we're starting with Thursday night football. And that means the return of Gonzo and Chaz the Cat. has been pretty great for us the past couple of years. And how is he going to start this NFL season for us? Yeah, so before I hit that pick, I want to give a little recap on our, on our stats from last year. You do not uh, do that. From, from 2020. Uh, Scars so- have a better winning percentage than me. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, probably it's, it's, it's probably close. Um, so last year between us three, we ended the year eighty three sixty nine and one, and we rode a fifty six thirty three and one record over the last ten weeks, which is just absurd. Uh, so hopefully we keep that rolling here in the beginning of the year. The overall records I ended twenty nine and twenty two, at ended twenty seven twenty three and one. And Gank ended twenty seven and twenty four. I mean, all all winning records. Job well done, Oof. fellas. Um, Squeaked out that one. I'll take it. Game. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Squeaked it out. And on to yeah, on to Gonzo. Uh, for everyone that doesn't know who Gonzo is, he is my cat, who we have been getting Thursday night picks from over the last two years. Uh, over the last two years, Gonzo is sitting at sixteen and ten. So Jesus Christ. We uh both winning seasons, first season nine and four, last year seven and six. So we are uh we got his pick for week one this year, and he is starting off the new season taking the underdog. He is taking the Texans plus nine and a half points in Kansas City tomorrow night. Let's go. Let's go. That's a big pick on so um yeah, I'll hop right on the Gonzo train to start the season, too. I mean, Chiefs, I said it last week, talking their win to over-unders. Obviously, I don't think so. I'm just saying straight off the bat, I'm not shocked that they're 16-0. I've never bet on that, not planning on it. 
but it wouldn't shock me. I think the Chiefs are the better team in this game, but first after a brutally long all season of just questioning, are we going to have a season? How's this going to work? Short training camps and just everything going on. I mean, the Texans are coming out a whole new look team, but when it's all said and done, you got the Sean Watson captaining that ship over there. Um, the over-under is 54 and a half here. That's another thing that scares me because, you know, what are these teams going to look like? I think the Chiefs come out, look a little more clean. I think they're going to be able to score some points, but I think the Sean Watson could bring any team, lead some fire on any team, and also answer some points. So nine and a half is just a lot in this game. 54 and a half seems high for our first game in the season where we don't know what to expect. Uh, not going to be surprised that a little sloppiness in this game or any of the games come week one. I mean, turnovers might happen in bunches this week. So 54 and a half seems a little high. So I'm going to go under that number, but I'll take the Chiefs to win. I'll take the Texans to cover and give me the Chiefs 28-24 in a closer game than expected to start the season. Yeah, I wish you guys saw I did a massive fist bump when I took when I heard Gonzo was on the Texans. Because <laughs> I do not like picking against this guy. Um, but, yeah, Gank, I mean, for a lot of the reasons you said, um, you know, I, I think that 10 points is a lot in an opening game, especially when the Texans, you know, could have won that, you know, that, that game in the playoffs last year, but they just decided to not play defense for an entire half. Uh, but that, that being said, um, you know, this over-under is a lot, but I really like to score right around that. Um, but at the end of the day, the Texans will put up points. The Chiefs put up a little bit more. I don't think either defense is very special, but I think both quarterbacks are. So I'm going to go 31-24 Kansas City. Uh, so I like the Texans, and I like the very slight over. Slight over. Yeah, uh, you guys make a lot of good points here. Um the nine and a half number, I think, is, is way too big. I'm really glad Gonzo picked that. Because uh, like you guys, like we said in the pre-show, I'll never pick a Thursday night game. I'm going to be riding with Gonzo every Thursday night. Uh, so that'll be no surprise. But this this over-under 54 and a half, I'm with you, Gank. I think it is just way too high for the first game of the year when there hasn't been any preseason games. We don't know what either team is going to look like. They could come out and put up 40 points each. And I wouldn't be shocked they could come out and score. I'm not going to say the Chiefs are going to score less than you know, 17, but um, <laughs> you know they could come out and look slow. And I wouldn't be shocked either. This Texans team, though, is coming into this game. They've had all offseason to think about that collapse that they had in that playoff game last year. So I think they're going to come out ready to play. Deshaun Watson was there, obviously. He was the quarterback. Um He's still there. Obviously, their whole offense looks a lot different now. You know, no Hopkins added David Johnson, Brandon Cooks. Hopefully, if he can play, Randall Cobb can better play. So, <laughs> I don't think it's a thing that Houston's going to go into this game scared of Kansas City. They're going to go into this game wanting to win and making it a redemption game. I don't think they win it, but I think it's very close, and I think it's actually lower scoring than both of you guys said. Uh, so, I'll take – the Chiefs to win. I'll take the Texans to cover, and I'll go under. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs twenty-three to twenty. Twenty-three. Wow. Oh wow. I don't <laughs> hate that either. Yeah, I mean, if there's any low-scoring games, it should be early in the year for sure. Yeah. 
All right, speaking of low scoring, Adam, here we go. Man. <laughs> what do you mean two firepower offenses? Both? Here we go. Your Bears kicking off the season in Detroit. Three-point underdogs against the Lions here over under 44 and a half. Mitch, back in the pocket. I'm excited. Adam, how do we feel about game one? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like I say every week, I try to be as non-biased as possible when I pick the Bears. Not always – not always successful, but one thing I will say is, you know, the fact that they're getting points against a Lions team that they have beaten the past few years. And believe it or not, Mitch actually plays well against the Lions. I know it's only one team, but he actually <laughs> plays well against them. And I'm not sure he's even lost to him yet in his two years of starting, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to go with the Bears to win this game. I think that I think that they're just a better team. Um, I don't think the Lions are a very good team this year. I, I don't see them winning a lot of games. And I think the Bears is just coming into this you're a little hungry, and they think that they can win this game, and I think they will. Um, this over-under, I think, is right where it's going to be. If anything, I'll go with the unders, which I'm going with here. But I'll take the Bears. Uh, I really hope I'm right. I think that <laughs> I got the Bears 24-20 uh, to 20 in the slight under. Um, I mean, I'm actually going to take the Bears to win this game, too. I just trust their defense a little more. I do think the Lions' defense – has ability to be pretty good this year. And I'm not surprised their offense could click a little, but I still don't trust the coach at all, Matt Patricia. And I still don't know if the Lions are ready to actually put all the pieces together and make it work. Um, no Bears, Mitch Trubisky wants to score back battle against Nick Foles. You never know what you're going to get, but we have seen a good Mitch Trubisky before it. It feels like eight years ago, and it was only two. But we have seen a de- decent Mitch Trubisky before. And now maybe you could return to that way. But when it's all said and done, I like the Bears' defense better. I like the Bears as a team overall better. And I think they win this game in a classic NFC North bloodbath-type style. I'll take the Bears on the road here, 20-17. to 17. Yeah, I remember we got our first uh... – I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions of this one. Right. It is. And one, because I just don't trust Mitch. Two, because when we talked about the Lions, there's some games that I don't think they could win and on their schedule. This is one of the winnable games. And so for that reason, I'm going to take them to win this first game at home. Stafford coming back. And their defense actually made a lot of upgrades this year. And, uh, I know they lost Darius Slay, but obviously they took Jeff Okuda with the, in their first-round pick. They went out and signed Desmond Trufant, uh, drawn Harmon from New England. They took Jamie Collins and Danny Shelton. So they kind of got a U-Haul from, from that New England team and just brought him over to Detroit. And uh, like I said, I just don't trust Mitch. I'm going to make Mitch show me something week one, and uh, I'll take Matthew Stafford at home to make a, a few more plays. So give me the Lions. I'm going to take them to cover, too. Give me the Lions 20 to 13. Oh, wow. That's a bad game for Mitch, 13. Good God. <laughs> it's bad oh, man. Bear fans crawl back in the whole clip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Second half, second half, Foles chance will be. Oh, oh I guess they're not home. But, oh, man. If they're screaming for Foles at halftime in week one, we got trouble. <laughs> oh, you know they will be. They probably, probably will be. Will be. Yeah. Um, the hurry chats just like this are going to you and your Ravens opened up rather large here, seven and a half point favorites at home against the Browns. Um, over under the high up 
Higher up there, I should say. Anyway, Lamar Jackson on the field, not surprised at 48 and a half. How do you feel about your Ravens to start the season? Yeah, this I didn't see this line till till tonight, and I looked at it, and my first my first gut feeling was that they were going to cover <clears throat> because obviously the way they ended last year, um, there's a bad taste in their mouth, and they want to come out and show that they're a way better team than what they last showed on the field, but. Every time they play the Browns, and I feel like every time they play the Browns in Baltimore, the Browns just come to play. I mean, they the Browns beat them last year or week two, and I mean beat them. I think Nick Chubb ran for like 200 yards, three touchdowns. And the year before that, the Ravens barely squeaked by to make the playoffs. The thing that the Ravens upgraded this offseason, obviously, which they needed to after the playoff game last year, was their run defense. Signing Clayus Campbell and signing Derek Wolf from Denver. And then they went and drafted Patrick Crean out of LSU and Malik Harrison out of Ohio State. So I'm praying they can contain Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, but I've told you guys this for the last – I mean, on the last pod, I talked to, talked to you guys about it on, on Monday at the draft. I'm all about the Browns this year, and I think they keep this game close. So I'm actually going to take the Ravens to win. But I'm not going to take him to cover week one. I'm going to take the Bra- uh, Ravens to win 24-21. to 21. I mean oh, – hold on. Uh, sorry, Adam. Go on. Uh, so, I'm happy about this too because I like to take Gonzo on Thursdays and I like picking with Chazzy on Ravens games. So, <laughs> I, am, I am taking the Browns to cover here. Um, I, I think that every time I feel like I pick an AFC North game, especially Ravens-Browns, the game is close. I don't like to take a lot of points in those games. I like the unders, and I like it staying close. So I'm going to take um, the Ravens to win, the Browns to cover, as, as well as the under. I just think that the Browns' defense is that good, and the Ravens are a better team. But the Browns are very good as well, so I, I, think, I think that they have a very good chance to cover here. I'm going to take Ravens 27-20. I, mean, I think we're all on the same page here. To be honest, I almost want to pick the Browns to win, but – it's a long season. I'm not ready to pull the balls on that trigger yet. <laughs> but, That's pull, pull the balls on that trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, I think it's a ballsy pick this early in the year. I, but like you said, Chaz, you're even not surprised if you know the Browns maybe do want to win this one week one. But yeah. when it's all said and done, we all we all have the Browns going over there and went till one the year. I think I think they do improve from last year and. You know, talked about pre show the Ravens do set a chest too, even with their additions. Their defense is stacked and I talked in pre show, I want to see it this year. I still want to see a little more little more from Lamar in terms of his throwing ability. I mean, we know he can run, um no whatever, we'll let him run, but we wanna see him even if he can just throw on the run a little more, scramble by the time, make a few more plays. I wanna see his throwing ability more. Still not 100% balled into him yet, but when Austin and done, I think the Ravens are the better team here. Coming in with more confidence as much as I love the Browns' improvement. But seven and a half is still a huge number for this game, and I think the Browns stay with inside that. Um, I'm with the guys on the under, Chaz. I might even have the same score as you if I heard that right because I'm going Ravens 24-21 in the opener. <laughs> yes, sir. Same thing. Um, Adam, back to your division here. Well, your division's just loaded against each other, huh? Packers, Vikings. 
Oh, Green Bay, two-and-a-half-point dogs on the road this year coming off their NFC title game loss. Over under 45-and-a-half, and, you know, half my fantasy teams consist of Green Bay Packers. So I'm, <laughs> I'm buying into their offense heavy. The thing that scares me, though. Literally half of all of your teams, not just one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that scares me, though, is that it's still this Vikings defense and the Bears defense. A lot of games against them, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I've seen these defenses before. I think he could pick them apart, but none of us really fully bought the Packers last year. And I do think the Packers are a playoff team this year that can win 10 or 11 games. But, you know, long season, long offseason, I think the Vikings are the slightly better team here. Um, to be honest, I really don't have much reason. This is just more gut instinct to me because the two and a half spread I even want to pick the Vikings to win the Packers to cover but two and a half that screw you coin flip game anyway so over under 45 and a half I'll go under and I think the Vikings just slightly better team find a way to steal this one 23-20 yeah gank um you know I I actually am I got the same exact scores I'm right there with you um, this is one of those games, the two very evenly matched teams both know each other. The Packers play well in the division. Um, but I just think the Vikings overall have a more complete team. I really think the Packers got a lot worse than people expected. They lost a lot of key players and didn't really add many impact players. So I, I think the Packers are going to get off to a bit of a slow start. Um, Rodgers has done that before in his career, and I think the Vikings just come ready to play. And I think their defense is, is very legit with Daniil Hunter and now Yannick Ngakwe as the two D ends. I mean, that's scary. So <laughs> I'm going to take the Vikings to win and just slightly cover by half a point with the under with gank 23 to 20. Yeah. We're on the same thing here. And I'm like I said, I wasn't about the Packers last year and I think they regress this year. I think the Vikings win this division. And if they want to go win the division, you got to win your, your home games against your division opponent, especially the Packers. And it comes week one, but I th- this is a massive game for the Vikings. And uh, kind of like you, Gank, this is really more so just a gut feeling. But I just think the Vikings are a better team here. They're at home. And I'm going to take them to win. It's that two-and-a-half line, so it's begging you to take Minnesota. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Minnesota to win and cover. And I'll take uh, the Vikings 20-17. to 17. I'm such a crapshoot game. Yeah. I might be the tightest game on the weekend. Um, oh, yeah. All right, how conferences here. The AFC South. New look Colts, Phil Rivers, that quarterback, taking on the Jaguars in Jacksonville here. Colts, seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in a game where I believe fans are allowed in. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be fans. That's Florida for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Corona doesn't exist down there. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Whatever. Good for them. More power, too. Yeah, really. Uh, over under 45 and a half. And, I, I mean, we all kind of talked last week. I don't know what there is to buy into the Jags this year. I, Like I said, I think this team's ready to find a way to freaking get to London. I think they're looking for Jacksonville to kick them the hell out. And I'd like – Nothing about this team. No one really knows what the hell they're doing in the offseason. And the Colts I buy with Phil Rivers, I think he could fill that quarterback spot perfectly for that team. I think that is the most ideal fit for him to go this offseason. 
Um, it's got weapons there. T.Y. Hilton. You got Marlon Mack. They draft Jonathan Taylor. He's got pieces to work with. Colts defense has steadily been improving over the past couple of years, and seven and a half is a big number, especially in you know season that we don't know what to expect. Week one, we never do, but this one especially. But if there's one game I actually almost confidently expect it, it's that the Colts just come out. Take care of the Jags, blow them out over under 45 and a half. I don't know how much the Jags could score, so I'm going to go slightly under there. I'll go Colts 27-14. It's, it's funny. I looked at this, and I thought this was a Thursday night game, honestly. And I'll tell you no, what. It would be, it'd be Jags-Titans. Oh, well, even worse. I'll tell you what, man. I, I will not be watching this game. This looks pretty <laughs> ugly. This looks pretty – you know, I mean, for a lot of reasons you said, gang, I just – the Jags, I can't really see scoring much on offense against the Colts team that's going to run the ball, play good defense, you know, make Phillip Rivers just be more of a game manager than a, than a slinger like he has been. Um, and I really – I love the under in this game as well because um, I don't think you have two high-powered offenses here. So, for a lot of reasons you said, I'm going to take the Colts' similar score. I got 24-14, Indy. Yeah, on the same page on this one. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think this is going to be a big run-heavy game, honestly, from the Colts. Uh, I think we'll see, obviously, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. But the Jags last year were, were good at getting to the quarterback, and they were better stopping the run. And then they decided to you know let Clayus Campbell go and trade Nagakwe. So uh, that, that defense just got way worse, obviously. And – there's not much to look forward to with this Jags team. I, I mean, Gardner Minshew's their quarterback. That's great. But I think he's going to be playing from behind a lot this year. And I think this is going to be one of those games. I think the Colts, week one, come out, take care of business in this one. I'm going to take the Colts to win, cover, and uh, I'll take the under by half a point, 31-14 Colts. There, there it is. Yeah, Jags, 14 points. No one really giving them credit. <laughs> um, yeah, what if this was a Thursday night game and concert said, no one, I'm taking the Jags plus seven and a half. Well, then, I, well, then I would be taking the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> More power to Gonzo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy. Um, all right, let's get to the game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> The newly looked Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Raiders, three-point favorites here, over under 47.5. I know the Panthers are quietly one of your favorite teams. So, <laughs> <laughs> What do we have here, Bull? Yeah, they're Super Bowl bound. You're right. <laughs> uh, so th- this is what's tough about this game for me is I, I, I like the Raiders. I picked the Raiders. They let me down a lot. And th- this game seems like something that they could come and not show up to. I don't know why. It scares me. It's a stay-away game for me. That being said, I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. Um, I usually pick them, and they've let me down quite a few times, but I'm taking them to cover here. I think they're just drastically the better team, and they have a pretty solid defense. They can just play some smart football, run the ball with Jacobs. They'll walk away, <clears throat> walk away with a one-score victory against Carolina, a team that is not good, but maybe we'll, we'll stay in it because the Raiders don't seem to put away teams like that. So I'm taking the Raiders to travel to Carolina and win. Uh, but I, I, I don't love this one, so I'm gonna go. Um, I, I'm gonna go the under here. I'm gonna go 24-20 Raiders, but uh, they, they scare me. Yeah, see, um, 
the under this the over is actually my favorite bet this game. I'll just start with that. I mean, both these teams scare me too. I don't know exactly what to expect. What I do know though is, like Abby said, Raiders. You know, you got Josh Jacobs there. Derek Carr has been in the league for some time now. He's playing a Panthers defense that is obviously real questionable now. I think they find a way to score some points, and the Raiders' defense hasn't been relevant in years. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, I do not really buy as a quarterback. That's a take you over the top to win games. I've said this in the past couple shows. But he's a quarterback that, you know, can get you downfield when he has to, especially playing a Raiders' defense that is, I think, pretty shitty for being honest here and I'm not surprised at all when this game turns into a shootout when it's all said and done though I don't know this is this on Teddy Bridgewater or just giving Derek Carr a little credit that he has for being in the league a little bit but I trust him more than Bridgewater to find a way to win this game and I'll take the Raiders and what what shock you guys is a high scoring game but give me the Raiders 31-27 Wow, twenty-seven from Carolina. Ooh. Well, I think the score's high, but I'm going to go opposite. Sorry, I'm, I'm going opposite. Of you. I'm going opposite of you guys again. I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the Panthers. Going oh wow! <laughs> no. Yep. Oh man. And this is this is kind of my reasoning with the Lions too. Like, there's not many winnable games on this Panther schedule, and I think this is. This is definitely one of them at home against a Raider team that, like Adam said, you don't trust. And um, obviously, it's a you have zero idea what you're going to get with the Panthers. New coaching staff, Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, it's you really have no idea. But I think this is one of probably four games on their schedule that they can win. And being at home, week one, there's a lot of uncertainties. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the chance. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers to win. 23-21. Go get a dub, Carolina. <laughs> wow. 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 Chazzy's got the Panthers and the Lions on top of the <laughs> NFC after this week. <laughs> I'll throw them in a parlay together. Beautiful. <laughs> Show me stones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're three point underdogs. They're not like minus 10. Holy looked at AFC East this year now. Already gone. Dolphins traveling to New England here. New England six and a half point home favorites over under 42. Chaz, this this division is, I think, the most intriguing and interesting to watch in football this year. But you're used to the Patriots being there, kind of dominating the Ravens at times. The Ravens got there against them. But how do you feel about them this year and start their season? Yeah, this, this game is. I saw that six and a half number, and it was obviously it's a very interesting number because, like a lot of teams, we have no idea what we're gonna get from New England. Um, and like me and Adam last year were all over the Dolphins mm-hmm. every every week. We would take the Dolphins <laughs> plus the points, and the, and it just worked. Like Gank would call us nuts. The Dolphins would and it worked. And they were having. Hey, I'm sure they're not having those. Dude, dude yeah. I, I lost the Dolphins in. for like three weeks in a row. I think or something like. That. Yeah, I mean they they just went out and covered. And, uh, but this game, I really wanted to take the Dolphins. The more I think about it, I think the Patriots are going to come out and I think they're going to, I think they're going to cover the six and a half and not, I don't care. This isn't based off of what Cam does. 
This is solely based off their defense. Uh, they remember last year, week 17, they didn't get in the playoffs because the Dolphins came in and beat them. And I think that defense is going to be strapped and ready to go and cause Fitz a lot of, a lot of problems and, and make him turn the ball over. So simply based off the Patriots' defense, um, I'm going to take them to win and cover. And I don't think Cam plays bad. I think the Patriots put up a little bit of points here. So give me the Pats to win in Cam's debut. Uh, 27 to 17. Well, I mean, listen, Chazzy, Chazzy, Chazzy. I know Come on now. You're, you're on the <laughs> trainer, Ed. Oh, come on. No, no maybe just week one. Thunder. Maybe just week one. So I, will, I, will, I will say this. <laughs> I could easily see the Pats winning by seven, like a touchdown. Close game, all game. Cam maybe gets a big drive towards the end. But there's no way I'm hopping off the fins. Let's not get crazy, boys. <laughs> the fins cover. That's what they do, and I'm taking them. Uh, I, I would love if Cam put up some points because I got him in fantasy. Um, but, you know, for a lot of reasons, I just think both these defenses are very good. So the game's going to stay real close. Um, and I just don't see the Pats being more than maybe a touchdown better than the Dolphins. And the Fins have confidence. Uh, but the Pats, fat, Pats find a way to get a dub at home week one. Keep it close. Uh, I like the Patriots here, but I like the under 21-17. Oh, yeah, the spread I'm torn on. I'm going to talk myself into it as I'm going. But what I will say about New England this year, about Miami, um, I mean, Miami, like I said, I think big all season, I think they're taking a step in the right direction for the first time. And it's probably been years. But the thing is, the Patriots, it's – Bill Belichick, who has won how many Super Bowls with this team, six, for the first time in a while, was actually coming into the season with something to prove, and I think that's a little scary. I mean, when it's all said and done, I'm obviously to pick the Patriots to win this game, but that six-and-a-half number is scary. I do trust that Belichick comes out. I do think he's going to make Cam Newton look good again. I'm not talking 2015 MVP Cam Newton. I'm not going to go that far. But I think we do see a good Cam Newton again this season. But I like what the Dolphins did. I do think they're in a step step in the right direction. And six and a half is just – it's a big number. But the Pats winning by a touchdown seems about right here. And I'm going to go over 42 in this game, actually. So I think both these teams can find a way to score some points. And a little, a little sloppy game can be short field positions. But – I'll take the pass to cover, so I just see if I touch down 27-20. And I, oh. think... <laughs> <laughs> and I think Cam Newton, you know, really, I don't think any Patriot fans worried. I don't think Patriot fans have been worried in over 20 years. But Cam Newton, I think it's a give them a little, show them a little something to get excited for because I'm sure Belichick will find a way to bring out some of the good in him. That's been missing the past two years. Dick, I thought I had you. I thought I had you with the fins. I thought about it. I really did. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. Hey, T, I'm sure you'll have me for most of the year. It's just not. It's just not. With yeah, me. I got you. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate. I don't hate the winning by touchdown. It's not great. I'm. I'm in on the fins this year. I mean, if the fins are getting six and a half points, I'm probably going to take it more times than not. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the fins are in on you, gang, because you weren't loyal <laughs> to them last year. So we'll see. No, I'm not going to be loyal to them. <laughs> I'm not allowed to get loyal to any team. I see Garen Bush. So you lose money. True. <laughs> um, sticking that same division, like I said, I think it's the most interesting division in football. Now you got the Jets in Buffalo here. Same spread. Jets six and a half point dogs on the road. 
whopping total over under 39 and a half. <laughs> Shootout. I cannot remember the last time I seen an NFL game having over under in the 40. I guess there were a few last year, but it's got to be rare. But anyways, that's typical Jets Bills. So let's be honest. You don't know what you're going to expect. And I'll just say this right off the bat. Six and a half. Jets, I love that. I'll be taking that all day. Um, whether I take them to win the game, I'm not ready yet. I mean, a lot of people high on Buffalo. Brady's gone out. New England people instantly want to take Buffalo to win this division. I'm still not sold. I mean, Buffalo, very improved last year. Josh Allen, very good season. See the advance of Buffalo can win. They can win 10 games, 11 games. Would not shock me. Could be enough to win the division. I'm not ready to see it yet. And I think the Jets, who have a brutal schedule, I'm just going to call some this year, are still a little better than what most people are giving them credit for. And, you know, brother's a Jet fan. I've watched a lot of Jet Bills games, and it's almost a guarantee that this is a three-point game. And I'll take the Bills in the home stretch this time around. To win by three, the over under 39 and a half, I'm going under that number because it's Jets Bills and that has 16, 13 Bills written all over it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gag, I completely agree with you. Doesn't it seem like every year it's this is this game, <laughs> like, like 2016 or 1916, something like that? Yeah, every year. No, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm high on the Bills this year. Uh, I don't like betting the Jets, I just feel like I don't usually pick their games correctly. But I think that they're going to cover this. The Bills seem to keep games close and find a way to win at the end with good defense. They just don't blow anyone out. Ever. No, they don't. No. And, and they lose. They even lose some bad games at home to some shitty teams. So I don't trust them to win by a touchdown by, against many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Bills here. Um, I'm going to take the slight over at 23-17 Buffalo. They're on over in Jets. Wow. Well, it's, it's 40 points. It's not like this is a shootout. When was the last time the Bills even scored 23 points? I feel like even when they just win games, it's just 17-16 automatically or something. Well, the Jets don't exactly have a stud defense. so I think it's better than you think. Yeah, I'll, I'm with you guys, though, for this. Uh, everything you said, this game says three-point game. It really all does, over it. I mean, there's really no – like, you just look at Jets' Bills – and you think under 40, <laughs> and you think three-point game. And, like, whoever wins, it's just – it's that way. Um, because it's in Buffalo, I'm going to take the Bills to win. I think if this game was in New York, I would actually take the Jets to win. But I'm going to take the Bills to win, uh, but definitely not cover that six-and-a-half. Uh, interested to see how Stephon Diggs has uh, debuts, though. It's him, that is curious. Yeah. yeah I mean, him, him, John Brown, and Cole Beasley – Quietly a nice little triple threat there for Buffalo. Uh, so we'll see if Diggs can, you know, get going there. But, I mean, I'm not taking the over it. I'm not taking them to cover. So I'll take them to win. But Bill's 19 to 16. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Love that. That's some good football. <laughs> it's just good, fun stuff. Good football. That is good old-fashioned Jets Bills football. <laughs> And to be honest, it would be exhilarating. That would be like that one year. Jets could go up 13 nothing and be in the halfway through the third next thing you know. Team Bills. <laughs> well, Seen that before. That's the thing with these games. They'll, they, all they do is kick field goals. So it's, oh, God, yeah. And then the other team scores a touchdown. They're right back in it. Like one touchdown <laughs> the game is like, fuck, yeah. yeah. I will say this about Buffalo. Like, 
like I'm used to, like I said, I'm not surprised they win 10 or 11 games, even though I'm not fully bought in. But, like, even when they were good last year, better. When was the last time they beat anyone by six and a half? I think if the Bills are given six and a half points, I'm taking the underdog every time, no matter who they're playing. It's a lot. It's just, it's just what I know for 26 years and watching the Bills out there, not that they cover that number often. No. <laughs> Can't touch the Bills at one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do <not? laughs> You're only 90s Bills right here. He knows his team. Hey, you watch them closely. <laughs> trying to replicate them right now. 2019 Super Bowl. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine if he makes that and the Bills win the Super Bowl? 22 20 is a Super Bowl score, too. I mean, 2019 is already bad, but. Yeah. yeah. All right, get to my. <laughs> division here. Eagles, Washington Redskins, because fuck the football team. If you think we're seeing a football team all season long, fuck you're the football out of your team. mind. You are out of your mind, but Eagles opening up five and a half point favorites to start the season. Over under 42 and a half. Um, Skins are kind of talked about them. They're not as bad as the Jaguars. I don't think I put them that low in that class, but they're a team I'm not expecting much this year, and the Eagles are a team that more complete, kind of been together for a while. If Wentz can stay healthy, they're a huge threat in the division and the conference in general, I think, if he can stay healthy. And I'll pretty much stick to the basics right there. Eagles, better defense, better offense, better quarterback. Five and a half is a number they definitely cover here. Over under 42 and a half. I'm going to go slight under, so I don't know how much Washington scores, but – I'll take the Eagles here, 24-13. So I looked at this game, and the Eagles just find a way to get – Chess, did you tell me the stat that they've been down 10 in like like 30 straight games, something like, or like 20 straight games? Probably. Yeah, so something like that. Remember you told me last year. And I, I, the Eagles scare me because they seem to play down to teams' levels. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the game stays close. I want to pick the Washington football team to cover, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I just don't want to. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to do it. So, uh, for a lot of reasons, the Eagles are just a much, much better team. And the football team of Washington, I don't trust at all. So, I'll take the Eagles. I like a slight over here, 24-17. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you guys here as well. Uh, and I don't think you'd think too much into this one. The Eagles are just a better team on both sides of the football. And, um, I mean, Washington's young, and I don't think that they are – I think they're on the right track, but I don't think this is the year for them to, obviously, to make a splash. Um, Love Terry McLaurin, so hopefully he has a huge year for my fantasy squad, playing from behind. Maybe he can get a lot of catches and uh, some garbage time. But uh, We got that all year mm -hmm. long, buddy. All year. Um, But I just – I think the Eagles – Need to go to Washington this week, get a get a win, and uh, so Philly Radio can start talking Super Bowl again. So I'll take the Eagles to win, twenty-one uh, fourteen. Good God, <laughs> Super Bowl! Do you guys see that team Garrett just sent? Yeah, that's well. I mean, clearly people he plays with are not going to fans football. So yeah, no, no. Well, let's have a talk with him. I'm get out of the. I'm not going to finish that sentence. I'll just say something that's going to upset people. <laughs> um, 
All right, we talked about this game pre-show. This one, I joked a few times, this one legitimately may be the most interesting spread of the week. Uh, great game, I think, on the week one slate here, too. Seattle Seahawks going to Atlanta here. Seahawks one-and-a-half-point favorites. Over under 49-and-a-half. Um, like you said, we all think it's interesting. Who's confident enough to take this one first? I feel like Jazzy was. I got it. Yeah. All right. I may never learn, but I'm taking, <laughs> I, but I'm I'm taking the, the Falcons. Falcons. Oh, my God, <laughs> yep. dude. I'm taking the Falcons in this wow. game. Wow. Um, I, I like the Falcons this year. I think it's a rebound year for them. I think that offense is going to be really good again. Um, obviously, you still have Julio Jones. I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a breakout year. You add Todd Gurley in there, if he can just stay somewhat healthy and give you 10, 10 good weeks. Uh, and then the, the guy Hayden Hurst from the Ravens. I'm kind of interested to see how he, how he plays there. Obviously, Matt Ryan loves his tight end. He never really got going in Baltimore, but he's a good player. And he's, good. he's a hell of a receiver. So if, uh, if they can all click, this Falcons team is going to put up a lot of points this year. And week one at home, I know I'm big on the Seahawks this year too, obviously. I have Russell on the fantasy squad. I think the Seahawks are a serious uh, NFC contender. But for week one, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just never going to learn with the Falcons. So I'm going to take the Falcons to win. I like the over. I, th- I think this is a game that there's going to be points. So give me the Falcons 31-28. Wow. Wow. Well – uh, shoot. I mean, listen, this one for me, this is, a, this is kind of one of those toss up games, you know, almost, I, I'm still kind of torn here. Um, the reason I will go with the Seattle Seahawks is because of one person, Russell Wilson, Russ just finds a way to win close games. Whereas I feel like the Falcons recently have found a way to lose them. Um, I, I don't think the Falcons will have a rebound year. I think that this is the year where they kind of blow up a little bit. Uh, we go like six and 10, you know, Dan Quinn gets fired. I just think it's that type of year for them. They're going to lose some close games to be in it, but they'll find a way to just not get it done. So I'm going to take the Seahawks to win. Um, I like, only like them by a field goal. I do like the over here, though. Uh, so I'm going to go 27-24 Seattle. Um, yeah, and I'm with you here in a very similar score. And Chaz, I'm not against you either. I do think the Falcons bounce back here. but And I think the think the Falcons, you know, can win eight, nine games possibly this season. I don't hate them at all this year. But we did a show a week ago, and I put the Chiefs in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. And, I mean, the mm-hmm. NFC is obviously a wide, wide open conference this year. There's literally maybe eight teams, nine teams, whatever. That wouldn't shock me if they made the Super Bowl. But, you know, I've been high on Russell Wilson always. I still am. And when it's all said and done, I'm not – not to go against them week one to start the season. Falcons at home, they can win the game. Wouldn't shock me, but no, Adam, I got a similar score to you, too. I'm expecting a little shootout here, and going back to the same score as my Chiefs-Texans game, I'm going to go with the 28-24 Seahawks. Um, it's tough game. That is a tough game. It's a tough game. Yeah. Real tough. Yeah. Um, which... Brings us to the four o'clock swing here. Chargers, Bengals, um, Bengals at home, three and a half point home dogs here, over under 43 and a half. 
Um, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen it. I'm assuming Tyros is starter for the Chargers, right? They announced yeah, it. Yeah, yep. I think that was a given, and Burrows a given too for Cincy. Correct. Yeah. They got no one. Yeah, didn't see any. I didn't see any formal announcements. I kind of just assumed they open camp like that and finish yep. it like that. But um, yeah. With that said, regardless, I'm still gonna be on the Chargers here, minus three and a half on the road. Um, Bengals, I'm not big on, but I think they're in the right step with Burrow. I need to see something coming out of him into his NFL career. So if I'm being honest, him coming out of college, I obviously arguably the best college season we've seen, but don't want to fully buy into him yet. Just don't know if he's NFL material, but he does have an in factor. We watch a guy ball out in big games, something very similar that Deshaun Watson did in Clemson, and I was kind of league, but that in fact improves to work because he's actually shut me up. Maybe Joe Burrow can. I need to see something still, but maybe you can show me something. Bengals, no. Joe Mixon led offense, love that. But the Chargers defense is just something I love. And Joe Burrow, you're coming to your first game, and now you got a Bosa on the other side of the line running at you. So good luck looking at that. I trust this Charger team a little more. They've been together for a few more years and everything. I like the Chargers defense a lot this year to begin with. I think that's a brutal first matchup for Joe Burrow starting his NFL career. And because of that, I think the Chargers win. Uh, over under 43 and a half, I'll go under because, like I said, brutal first matchup for Burroughs start his career. I don't know how much he could score. I'll take the Chargers 20 to 13 on the road. Yeah, Gank, I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you here. I, lo- I really like the under in this game, actually. And, you know, I, I, I would like to give Burrow more credit because I think he will be good in this league, but it is tough starting with the Chargers, even without Derwin James. I mean, that defense is legit. And, you know, I just – the Bengals, you know, first year for Burrow, I'm not buying them. I think they had trouble they tr- trouble scoring points last year, and I don't know how, who even one player on their defense. So, I'm not going to take them to win this game. The Chargers – can't name a player on that defense either. I tried to think, and I couldn't. <laughs> couldn't even come close. I know they have a white linebacker. That's all. <laughs> no, but <laughs> they got some dude in the middle. But So, I mean, yeah, man, I, I, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think this game is going to be ugly. Uh, and I'll go twenty three seventeen, LA. Yeah, my score's pretty close to it too. I'm I'm gonna take the Chargers too. I kind of want to take the Bengals to cover, and my scores. I mean, I'm having a four point game. I'm strictly taking the Chargers here because of their defense. And I said it last week in the when we reviewed all the teams, but I think the no preseason is going to make Joe Burrow be a little slow out of the gate. Um, and obviously week one, he's home, but he's got to welcome in a Chargers defense that is really, really good. And I just trust the Chargers defense, obviously, and I trust their playmakers and Austin Eckler. Uh, Hunter Henry will probably be healthy for week one, so that'll be exciting. Uh, and Keenan Allen just signed an extension, so I, I like their playmakers better. Hunter, so, Hunter Henry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll be uh, healthy this week. Yeah, he'll be he'll get hurt. Or he'll get hurt like the fourth quarter. Um, uh, so yeah, give me the Chargers to win, barely cover. I'm not touching this game, uh, but I'll take the Chargers to win 21 17. <coughs> um, first, that's the San Fran here, Arizona, seven point underdogs. Against a NFC rep out last year's Super Bowl, the 49ers. Over under 48 and a half. 
Adam, how do you feel about this one? Oh, it's a tough one for me. I, I cause you know, I, I can feel like the Niners win this by a touchdown. Um, this just seems like that type of game. The Cardinals keep it close. Um, and the Cardinals, if I don't, if I remember correctly, played the Niners pretty well last year. Uh, I think know, they did. Right? I, I feel like they did play them well last year. And now you have an improved Cardinals team. The Niners, you know, similar team, pretty much the same team they're bringing back, minus maybe one or two guys. But, you know, I, 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 I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover in this one. I, I think that they are they're coming out with something to prove. They are a very, very good offense. And I think the Niners will be slow out of the gate. Teams that lose the Super Bowl tend to struggle. Um, so I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover. I like the Niners to still find a way to win this one. And I, I like the points in this game as well. So give me 28-24 San Francisco. Um, yeah, well, quick update. Arizona lost by 10 in San Fran last year and lost by three to San Fran at home. So I knew they played them well. Not too yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. But, Adam, I mean, I'm not a gangster at all. You know what? I'm going to pull the trigger on this one, so I'm actually going to pick the Cardinals to win this game outright. Uh, I'm um, not shocked by that one. <laughs> wow. That I'm is, that I mean, I've been saying for yeah. a while, I am selling heavy yeah, he's on the 49ers. Yeah. He's I am Niners. selling heavy on the 49ers going into this year. You know, I mean, great run last year. Super Bowl, hell of a Super Bowl they gave us against the Chiefs, too. I mean, talk about being right there. Unfortunately, they couldn't pull it off. But, you know, Jimmy G, not fully balled on at all. You start losing a couple pieces on the defense. And to be honest, I love the Cardinals did this all season. I mean, their offense is built to let Kyler Murray run a spread-like thing where I think he could just run around, throw the ball wherever he wants to. And I think it's going to work. I really do think it's going to work. Um, you know, like I said, the Niners lost piece is still a tough defense, but I don't trust them as much. I don't trust Jimmy G. And I think the Cardinals, who kind of started to get things going a little late last year, hopefully this offense is more built for Kyler Murray now. And hopefully he figures it out. So I do think the Cardinals are a little better this year, but my main thing is I'm selling the 49ers. And I see a chance where, you know, they could lose a game early. And I'll take the Cardinals. In another high-scoring game here, goes over that 48-and-a-half, 27-24. Yeah, I'm, I'm not – I'm, I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, not with Gank. I'm not going to pull the trigger on Cardinals to win. <laughs> I'm not going to hop off the Niners. Crazy. Um, yeah. But I'm with, I'm with both of you guys. I think the Cardinals cover this. I think seven's a big number here. And Gank, you just read it. I mean, the games last year were three and ten, and uh, I think the Cardinals got better. I think the Niners got worse, and so I think this game, I think the Cardinals keep this close, and wouldn't wouldn't shock me if they win, uh, but I think the Niners will win this game uh, when it comes down to it. But I think seven is just too big, so I'm excited though to see this Cardinals offense with DeAndre Hopkins added to it. Uh, so. <clears throat> I'll take the Niners to win the 24-20. All right. Um, big week one game here next to now. Brand new look Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to recognize them out there. And facing Drew Brees and the old New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans, Saints three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over under 49-and-a-half. You want to talk about epic quarterback matchup week one between Brady and Brees. Chaz, who you got? 
Yeah, I mean, this is this is just good stuff here. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. this is what everyone has, has been waiting to see. I mean, a lot of people wanted this to be the Super Bowl the last couple of years, and here we got it. We got it week one. It's a, it's a shame that there's not going to be fans here. Um, but, very, very true, man. You're right. but, it's uh, disrespectful. Almost. Yeah, honestly, it is. Uh, Tom Brady being a dog here is, is a pretty big deal. Because uh, Tom Brady has not been an underdog in the regular season in his last 75 games. What? There's <laughs> <laughs> not no reason to. Oh, my God. He's been favorite against Kansas City last year. Yep. Jesus. So, here we are. Regular season games. That uh, That's – Regular season games. Yep, regular season games. So, here we are. He's a three-and-a-half-point dog. Um and when you bet against Tom, it's it doesn't really go well for you. So I'm going to take the Bucks to cover this three and a half, but I the Saints are my Super Bowl team. I'm a, I'm going to take the Saints to win this game. And obviously, this is a a big obviously injury thing for Adams' fancy team, but the Bucks too is the health of Mike Evans. He's a game time decision right now. I mean, that's a massive blow if he's not able to play week one against the Saints. But, so many weapons. But, yeah, oh, it's I, a I big blow. I mean, he's, still, yeah, big blow. Yeah, I mean, he's a thousand-yard receiver. He's, it's a massive yeah. blow. Um, I hope this game is good, is, as good as advertised. I hope the Bucks offense comes out and plays well. I hope it's a shootout. But uh, at the end of the day, I think the Saints at home, it, they're just going to find a way to get it done. Uh, but I don't think the Bucks offense will disappoint. I'll go Saints 27-24. Jazzy, 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 I am right there with you, brother. <laughs> I got the exact same score. I love, I love the Bucks to cover but lose by three. Really great game. I think it's going to be really tight. I actually think the Saints might win on just a walk-off field goal from Will Lutz again because that guy just seems to love to do that. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, you know, this is the kind of stuff, like you said, we've been robbed for the past few years. And finally we got two, maybe even top five quarterbacks ever going at it. Right now, so I'm real excited for this. And I don't, I don't think the Bucks are going to start slow. I think they're ready to go. I think they just have so many good masterminds of offense on that on that team that they're ready to go. So, like I said, I got the Bucks covering, but the Saints find a way to win this one, 27-24. Yeah, this game, this game in spread scares me. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, like Buccaneers have loaded with weapons you put Tom Brady on. I'm insane. I've been slowly buying into it as the all as the all season has been coming to a close and we're getting closer to kickoff. I will say months ago when that all happened, I thought for the first time ever we saw Brady actually hit the downside of his career last year. He actually looked like he first time I think he looked like he kind of lost it. I mean, but this Tampa Bay team's loaded with talent. Um, Bruce Arians, I think Adam, I know you like him. I think he is the right coach for that offense with all that talent and everything. But when it's all said and done, Tampa Bay, I feel like it's that Cleveland Brown team last year where they just loaded up in the offseason every once in a while and bet them early. And I think putting that half point on the plus three is Vegas telling you, like, yes, best bet Tampa Bay here because this is a field goal game. We're giving you the half point. So I'm not buying it, Vegas. I'm going against you guys this way. I think the Saints are going to find a way to win this at home. Um Think it's close early and everything. Not surprised if Breeze runs away with it late, but they win this game by more than three and a half points. I think it's a little closer to a touchdown, and I'm actually going to go under here and 
a little game where maybe teams might be a little timid here. Not the Saints, not as much though. I'll take the Saints at home, twenty-seven twenty. Yeah, I mean, you know, close kid. I don't think that's crazy either. It's like you know that could easily happen. I just I'm looking at this game as Vegas daring you to bet the Bucks, and I'm trying not to fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> it is very no, it is it is tempting. Yeah, you see the Bucks true. with that half point. It very is. true. Yeah. Um, Sunday night game, Dallas opening up as three-point favorites on the road to take on the L.A. Rams. Let's showcase this new stadium, L.A., see what that's all about. Don't think any fans could enjoy it, but we get to see it on TV at least. Big over-under at 51-and-a-half, and I'm going to do something you guys hate this game because I think the spread, I think this over-under is so right on that no. Oh, no. Yeah, you're going to hate me, Adam. You're no. Me, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm not failing <laughs> on Dallas. Do. I'm not failing on Dallas. I, I did not learn last year. I'm, we'll see if I learn this year or not. But to be honest, I'm going to give myself a break week one. So I'm going to pick them to win. But this game has push written all over it. I mean, I think the Rams offense, I think the Rams in general bounce back strong. I heard it. Heard it on TV or some. I think it was actually Colin Coward that said, you know, Rams have an all-season, but Sean McVay's worst season, he still had nine wins, I believe was the yep, quote yep. and stat I heard, which is very impressive if you ask me. I think the Rams can bounce back. I think golf could actually have another really good year. I think the offense is going to be fine. The defense has, has talent. I mean, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey on the same defense. That's two great pieces to start it off with. But when it's all said and done, I like Dallas a little more. Um, Dallas offense also loaded now. I mean, you get a Dak where he gets playing. You got Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Zeke. They got the pieces too, and I trust Dallas's defense a little more than the Rams in the end to freaking make the play. This three-point spread, the over-under is 51 and a half. I'm going to push the spread, and I'm going to be under by half a point because I have 27-24 Cowboys. I'm so disappointed in you because I thought we were going to bet this game. I really did. <laughs> I was hoping we could. Uh, I, I stuck with the Rams last year. Uh, I picked them for a lot of things, maybe the over, whatever the heck it was. I think that they're going to have a big year this year. I think the Cowboys struggle a little bit at the gate. I'm not buying their defense at all, Dallas. They, they, I just don't see it there. They'll put up points, but I, don't, I think they still will struggle to find a way to win those close games. I think L.A. is going to be one of the better teams in the NFC this year. Um, you know, I think it'll be close, Gank. I don't hate the push as much as I am sad that you did it. Uh, I don't hate it. And I will take the Rams to win by four in a high, high-scoring game. I'll go 31-27 LA. Wow. Wow. Um, well, I'll go opposite of both of you. <laughs> we got a push. We got the Rams. I'm gonna, I'll take Dallas, <laughs> and I'll take him to cover. Um, that is bull. Yeah. Yeah, was- uh, um I'm I'm just really not that high on the Rams this year. And I think the Cowboys with that with that offense they can put up some points here. And uh I mean I don't, it's really a gut thing with the Rams. I don't I don't know if I have that many reasons to hate them. Um like I think I think they still have enough weapons to put up points, but maybe it's just this game, but I think Dallas can go into week 1 here and uh and go get a win. So I'll take Dallas to start off the year right, 27-21. Love that. 
Absolutely. <laughs> it's getting fired up. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> Fucking guys, only Tra- Giants fan that wants the Cowboys. <laughs> I like to want cash here, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Giants, two Monday night games are starting in MetLife. Um, Giants hosting the Steelers here. Steelers five and a half point favorites over under 47 and a half. I'll be the sick one that admits this. Once the NFL schedule is released, a fan will throw out their lines. Like, instantly, I'm obviously going to look at the giant line. Just curiosity. Uh, Steelers, way back line, opened up at three-and-a-half-point favorites. And then, you know, kind of looked last week for a little. Steelers were at four. Checked again, they are still at four. And now, probably a little less than a week later, they're already up to five-and-a-half. And, no, that line's starting to move a lot. I mean, I think the Steelers win the game, but Big Ben playing his first game in quite some time. Steelers' defense is arguably on paper the most talented defense in the league. Could give the Giants' offense some problems, but I do expect the Giants' offense to be able to score. Big Ben probably gets the perfect defense to come back against playing the Giants because there ain't nobody on that defense that's getting to him. And when it's all (laughs) said and done (laughs) – when it's all said and done, I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game at home here. Um, I'm going to take the Giants to cover the five and a half. I think that's just a little bit much coming into it. And the over under 47 and a half is close, but I'm going to go over in this game. Like I said, I think the Giants defense will be able to stop Ben as good as the Steelers defense is. I do trust the Giants will score points. So unfortunately, it won't be enough. Give me the Steelers to win, Giants to cover, game to go over, 27-23 Steelers. Gank, I'm, I'm pretty much completely opposite with you. I like the Steelers to cover, and I like the under here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Let's I, go. I just – I don't I, – I, I think the Steelers are a really good team that had no quarterback last year. I mean, they won eight games, and their quarterback situation okay. was horrific. Their defense is that good. Um, I do feel bad for Danny Dimes because that's a tough team to start with. Um, but I'm buying Steelers, man. I think they win nine or ten games this year at least. I really like them. And I just – the only reason I take the under is I don't see the Giants scoring enough points to push that over. Um, so, I just – I like Big Ben coming back, and I think the Giants are still a year away with a new rookie coach as well. Um but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the team I know and, lo- and like more, so I'm going to go 20, uh, 24-17, Pittsburgh. Damn. Complete opposite. Uh, well, gang, I'm with you here. Oh! I, uh, oh! Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I almost have the exact same score. Um, I actually think the Giants are going to be able to score, and I know the Steelers, Steelers defense might be best in the league, obviously top five last year, and – the return of Big Ben is getting every Steeler fan excited. And um, I pray to God the Giants can go win, win this game, but I just don't see that happening. But I just think there's going to be points scored. I think Danny Dimes and, and Saquon and that offense can get going a little bit against a good defense. I mean, no training camp. Who knows? The Steelers' defense can come out a little slow. But, and like you said, this line has moved a decent amount. So that means a lot of money's on the Steelers. So I'm going to take the Giants to cover, not by much, but I do like points. So I'll take the Steelers 28-23. There it is. <laughs> Very Scott sad, cover. Great Very team's sad, cover. 
Um, half, the half point cover. Adam, I want you to go first in the second Monday night game here. Okay. And the only one that picked the Titans are over their one total. Now they're one and a half point favorites against Denver here, over under 41 and a half. How are we okay. feeling about your Titans? All right. Well, I mean, first of all, I got to say that Von Miller being out of this game makes me more confident in the Titans winning. Uh, I mean, that's a huge blow to a really good defense, and I feel very bad for not Von Miller, but just that team. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on the Titans this year. I think the Broncos will be a good team, but I think that they're still not ready for this game. I think the Titans come in. They just played in bigger games recently and, and get a dub. I think it'll be very close. Um, but, you know, the Broncos found a way to lose some close games last year. I'm not sure they're over that hump yet completely. And the Titans know who they are. They're going to run the ball. They're going to do their best to, you know, just play their game and find a way to win. And I think that they'll do that in a bruising, low-scoring game. I like the Titans 2017 uh, here. See, this is a game I want to bet, but now I'd rather grab the over in that giant Steeler game if I can. But Von Miller's a huge blow and everything, but these Broncos year after year, I'll know what it is, come out week one almost and always seem ready to play. Numerous years I've watched this team come out weeks one and two and just somehow dominate, look like they're going to win a Super Bowl before falling off the face of the fucking earth. <laughs> and to be honest, I actually trust the Broncos a little more this year. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not there yet. They're not the team, but kind of like San Fran, I'm ready to fade Tennessee. A little this year, Brian Tannehill got his deal. I mean, he made me sound as smart as I ever had on the show when I was calling for him week one, and he took this team to the conference championship game. But, you know, a little year of tape on him with this offense and everything. Broncos defense still pretty talented, I think. I mean, it's not going to be the same without Vaughn, but there's still talent there. And I think the Titans come out. You know, missing the Super Bowl, just kind of a little hungover from last year. If the Broncos could stop Derrick Henry, which I think is very possible, I don't think Ryan Tannehill could beat this defense still. Um, Drew Locke, tough task for him going into it. But the Broncos, like I said, off my past history and what I've seen, I'm taking them week one, especially at home. Fans or not, it's just mile high. Might have the best home field advantage without fans having to go up into that air and Kind of similar score. I'll go slightly over. I'll take Broncos 23-20. This doesn't make me feel good that you just took them, gang. <laughs> um, <laughs> at all, actually. This goes. Uh, yeah, I love that. I'm on the, I'm on the Broncos under for the, for the team wins, but I think they win this game. Um, I, think, I think people are going to be betting the Titans – solely off the run that they made last year. And I think going into Denver isn't, a, isn't an easy place to play. Like you said, Gank, even without fans. Um, and if if the Broncos are – I mean, it's a huge if. If the Broncos can maintain Derrick Henry, like you said, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to win a game uh, in the air for them. So I don't like to take the Broncos, but I am – I think – this is one of their very few wins of the year. So enjoy, Gara. I'll take the Broncos <laughs> 20 to 17. <laughs> Kid calls you out last week. to be fire attacks at Adam now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Listen, funny. if you think I'm worried about betting against Gara, you got another thing coming. So, <laughs> what are we betting, Adam? Let's see. Let's see, Shawnee. Sounded like the Cowboy Ram game for you, too. Yeah. Well, he took the 
fucking push. Or uh, no, I mean Steeler Giant. Yeah, I, I mean I bet either of those two night games. Uh, what else? What, do we agree on it? If we do Steeler Giants, I'd rather bet the over in that game than the under. Ah, come on, no, no. Let's bet a, a, a spread, not a over under. <laughs> it's, it's still a spread, you <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Simply still a spread. Okay, sorry. Oh. The the freaking point spread that or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's a total. A total. <laughs> okay, and I don't want to bet an over under. Let's bet. Let's bet one of the. Why do we disagree? We had the last two games. Tampa might... Bay. Uh, I don't like only getting three. Uh, I would have taken that one. I'd prefer not that because I only have. Uh, do you disagree on anything else? No, we were pretty. So we, we just, there's definitely some. I don't know, dude. In the middle, I cannot remember. No, I don't think we did for a lot of them. Oh, the fins. We could the do the fins. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Start with her fish. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, let's run it. I love it. I love it. Uh, baby, hell yeah. And you know who's on my team? Kasiki. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, baby. I'll take that. <laughs> oh, man. Live and die wow. by fins. Wow. <laughs> Start your week going to bed with the fins. I love it. Oh, all right, so Chess, you said top of the show. It sounded like you had top record, followed by Adam, followed by me. Point. Nothing new there. So, <laughs> by half a fucking game half because game. you fucking push. <laughs> the one push of the year. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> hey, it's a new season. I say we take that order to start it. I like but, that. <sighs> And then we'll just rotate from there, but Chaz. Yeah, so let's get it. Let's get it going. Hopefully, hopefully, I can let's start. Let's have a better start this year than last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to keep riding the wave that I ended on. Oh, that's um, how you finish. That's it, baby. That's it. Uh, all right. So first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the first lock of the year Gonzo's pick. Give me the, uh, give me the Texans plus nine and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, Second one, I'm going to take the over in Seattle, Atlanta, over 49 and a half. And third one, I'll take the Cardinals plus seven. Ooh, all right, Chazzy, Chazzy. Okay, good. You didn't really take any of mine, so that, that I'm happy about. All right, so what was that last one? Cardinals plus seven. Took a couple of mine. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's why you win the fucking thing for last year. Bro. Yeah, that's what I get for coming in last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, first lock, I am going to take the Colts at seven and a half. Um, I I, I think that's just that's just gonna happen. Uh, I I like the over in the Arizona San Francisco game over forty eight and a half. And I will lock the Steelers getting five and a half over the Giants. It's gonna lock the Steelers? Are you high? No, I just think. <laughs> what are you on? Am I high? No, I just think they're a much better team than your fucking Giants. Easy, <laughs> well, you were high on the Giants last week. For yeah. a second. I mean, they'll win six or seven. The Steelers are gonna win ten or eleven, though. So we'll see. That's fair. I mean, you guys took out some picks from me. <laughs> cross off Houston. <laughs> cross off Indy. Yeah, I knew I was stealing that one. I knew Arizona. I was doing that. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Um, 
Run this on the start with the Jets plus six and a half against the Bills. Like that. Like I'll that. just say go with the fact this will be a three point bloodbath year after year, no matter what these teams look like. Um next I'll go. I don't love it. But I'm gonna do it because I was kinda of talking big, but I'm gonna go over that Vegas Carolina game. I don't know how these defenses are gonna do and I think wow. points, I think that game really is potential shootout all over it. So over forty seven and a half. I think it's a pick to go and this last one I'm honestly torn between the two. When it's all said and done, we've all been hyping up Cleveland this year, and we know they get no problem going into Baltimore every year. So I'm going to take the Browns plus the seven and a half on the road there. It was that or the Chargers minus three and a half against the Bengals, but two brand new quarterbacks and new teams in that game, and just a little less feel for that one. I yeah, also that like, Cleveland gank. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that Browns. I think I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure Cleveland was seven point. Dogs last year, week two, and they played in Baltimore, and they won like forty-two to twenty. Okay. Some of that. that half point is so massive in that game. Yeah, that yeah it is. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse, you know, uh, you know, Ganks just thinks his Carolina Panthers are just a high octane offense. <laughs> I hope they go over. But I mean, McCaffrey's fucking put up the points. I don't think they're a high octane offense, but like. <laughs> If there's, a, if there's a defense, Teddy Bridgewater could actually score points again. It's uh, the fucking Raiders. Yeah, but you know, gang, it just when you pick the Panthers for anything now, it's just going to be like, that's not going to It doesn't matter. There's a point last year they were tracking. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't fucking track to the finish that, line. So. <laughs> what was that point total? Like, is uh, eight, I think. Eight or nine, weren't they like freaking? Oh, I forget. Four they, weren't they like four and two at one point also before they collapsed? Did you have Genk? If they won eight games, would you have won or would I forget where like the turn was? You know what I mean? Like where you got? I think to it was eight and a half. I think he needed nine. Yeah. Didn't they start all four and two also? I think so. Yeah, yeah they, they were. Off yeah, well. yes, yeah, they yes, they did. <laughs> like there was hope there for. <laughs> I wasn't nervous at all, though. No. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> oh, man, that's fun stuff. Locks are in. We, we get football tomorrow. Three words, baby. Let's go football Fins. Football tomorrow. Let's go Fins. Please. <laughs> 2015 Cam coming at you. Hey, I'm cool with that for fantasy. I'm with that. Oh, yeah, you are. It's true. You drafted Cam, huh? It fell to me, man. Did he fall to you? I took him pretty late, dude. I feel like I took him like the sixth or the seventh, which I which I thought was pretty late for a two. I think that's about right, though. Even two quarterback, yeah, maybe yeah, they might be right, honestly. Just because like not many people. I mean, I I personally like Cam too. Yeah, I think two quarterback league. I think it's good pick to have there. Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me that that's where we fell because like especially thinking about the people in our league, who the fuck's actually gonna roll Dutch? Probably not, Jack. Probably not. I feel like Jack's had Cam years before. Yeah, that Jack, wouldn't have shot yeah. him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I feel like it's bit him in the ass too. So I think he had Cam last year or two years ago. When it really well, Jack him. drafts the same guy. Like he doesn't really switch. You know. Draft shots me with that Calvin Ridley pick. And I, I was like, pissed. I like Ridley this year. I still thought it was a little early, but it shocked me. I was like, oh wow, he's 
He really wants this guy. I like I love Red Lucer. Yeah. All right, Bulls. Next pod, we'll have a lot of football to talk about. Oh yeah, we get to recap some games. Let's go. Get to recap, or we'll have an overall record through nine games in the season. And Gank will be in last, so it's good stuff. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so happy I won by half. You won by half a game. I completely forgot about that. (laughs) I forgot about that too. Half a game. (laughs) Well, I had some close victories against you that year, Gank. But I think I had the better. I think I had the better record in our individual you did side not. bets. I think, but like, yeah, it was. I think you had me. That was, was only by a game or two, also. But I think it was nine seven, maybe. Like you were nine seven against me. I think that's where it was. Yeah. fucking game. That is just fantastic. That's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Bulls. All right, Bulls. We'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Peace.